This episode of GT the Podcast is supported by Alcon. At Santin, preserving eyesight while enhancing the patient experience is our singular focus. We are dedicated to finding innovative solutions in glaucoma, retinal diseases, dry eye, and corneal disorders so ophthalmologists can help their patients enjoy eyesight for longer. Learn more at SantinUSA.com. This is Ike Ahmed. And I'm Arsham Shabani. And we want to welcome you to GT the Podcast. We're bringing this to you together with BMC and Glaucoma Today. To offer audible insights into current topics in glaucoma care. Presented by the authors of our latest, most read GT articles. Check it out. Welcome to GT the Podcast. In this episode, Dr. Brian Schaefer, an ophthalmologist at Chester County Eye Care in Malvern, Pennsylvania, recaps the article, The Contrast Sensitivity Story, from the July-August 2021 issue of Glaucoma Today. In this article, Dr. Schaefer takes a look at contrast sensitivity in patients with glaucoma and challenges the old dogma that physicians shouldn't implant multifocal IOLs in these patients. Here's Dr. Schaefer. Patients with glaucoma deserve to have their presbyopia managed, but should they be offered presbyopia correction at the time of cataract surgery? As an experiment, I asked some ophthalmologists if they would implant a multifocal IOL in a patient with glaucoma. At the risk of sounding too much like a toothpaste commercial, 9 out of 10 respondents cited concerns about contrast sensitivity. It made me wonder, where did this dogma originate? Contrast refers to the difference in luminance or color that makes an object distinguishable. The ability to detect this difference is called contrast sensitivity, which is often measured on a logarithmic scale. The term spatial frequency refers to the ability to detect a difference between objects, and it's reported in cycles per degree. For context, most meaningful vision, such as seeing a street sign, takes place at spatial frequencies of three to six cycles per degree. Multiple tools are available to measure contrast sensitivity. The most common is the CSV-1000 test. Although this test is validated, it's challenging to conceptualize the experiential effect of reduced contrast sensitivity. The Pelly-Robson chart is not a perfect method, but it permits direct visualization of changes in contrast sensitivity. This test features triplets of letters, each of which represents a different level of contrast. By reading two of the three letters in the triplet, the test subject gets credit for the contrast sensitivity score, the number adjacent to the triplet, at a spatial frequency of one cycle per degree. For context, normal eyes have a contrast sensitivity score greater than two at spatial frequencies of six cycles per degree. The literature has shown that patients with glaucoma have reduced contrast sensitivity. A linear relationship has been reported between mean deviation on visual field testing and contrast sensitivity. The higher the mean deviation, the worse the contrast sensitivity. Contrast sensitivity is reduced in patients with glaucoma. As eye care providers, our role is to minimize harm to patients, so we should avoid any intervention that may further reduce contrast sensitivity in glaucomatous eyes. 
Here comes the real question. Do presbyopia correcting IOLs meaningfully reduce contrast sensitivity? Well, the answer to this question is nuanced. For the first 20 years that multifocal IOL technology was available, both refractive and diffractive lens platforms appreciably reduced contrast sensitivity. Not only patients with glaucoma experienced waxy vision and had difficulty seeing in dimly lit environments with early multifocal technology. All patients who received these lenses experienced reduced contrast. Now, has this changed with advances in lens technology? Let's take a step back for a moment. To be considered a clinically meaningful reduction, the contrast sensitivity score must decrease by log of 0.3 at a given spatial frequency. No clinically meaningful difference in contrast sensitivity was observed between the panoptics lens and the monofocal equivalent at any given spatial frequency, regardless of the presence of glare in both mesopic and photopic conditions. The same exact pattern can be seen for many of our other multifocal lenses now. I submit that the dogma of do not implant a multifocal IOL in a patient with glaucoma because of decreased contrast sensitivity is outdated and should be retired. To be clear, I am not advocating for the placement of multifocal IOLs in patients with glaucoma. I do not recommend implanting a presbyopia-correcting lens in a patient with moderate or severe disease. I do, however, believe that IOL selection should be centered on the following question. Is it worth it for a given patient to pay for a premium IOL if that person may not experience its full benefits? In other words, what is the value to the patient? When evaluating whether a glaucoma patient is a candidate for a multifocal IOL, I consider the trajectory of vision loss. If a patient is likely to lose central vision from glaucoma, that person's visual satisfaction will be low whether we put in a multifocal lens or a monofocal lens. This brings us back to value. Is it worth paying for a form of vision correction that may not achieve its goals owing to a comorbidity? Let us consider a patient with mild intermittent angle closure glaucoma who's now pseudophagic and has not demonstrated glaucomatous progression for 20 years. Based on a flat trajectory, this patient could have benefited from a premium IOL and would likely have enjoyed the value of spectacle independence for a lifetime. Contrast that scenario with that of a 60-year-old patient who has bilateral central islands and 2400 visual acuity from severe pseudoexfoliation glaucoma. Would this patient experience any value from a premium IOL? Most likely not. As physicians, it's our responsibility always to do what's best for the patient. This conversation becomes simple if we ask ourselves, what would I want if it were my eye? The year 2020 delivered many valuable lessons, including how to let go. Maybe in 2021, we can finally dismiss the old adage of avoiding multifocal IOLs in certain patients because of contrast sensitivity and redirect the conversation to what matters most, patient value. Thank you for tuning into this episode of GT The Podcast. If you have any feedback or topic suggestions, find us on Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, or Twitter. And stay tuned for more hot topics in glaucoma care on GT The Podcast.